This is Debbie Bleacher for Ray Brown's Talkin' Birds. Sometimes we have so much great material for our radio show that we just can't fit it all on the air. So we're sharing these tidbits with you as extras that you'll hear only as podcasts. Please let us know what you think. Thanks for listening. On September 11th of this year, Talkin' Birds hit the airwaves from the south rim of the Grand Canyon. While we were there, we talked with lots of interesting people, including Tysa Plee. To put grease on the bar that went out to the bird feeder. That's Tice, talking about squirrel-proofing her backyard bird feeder. Tice is director of bird conservation for Arizona Audubon. She told us about the history of California condors in the Grand Canyon. I had the great fortune to be on two peregrine falcon survey trips through the Grand Canyon in 1989 and 1990. Dr. Noel Snyder came on one of those trips. And he worked for the Fish and Wildlife Service and was part of the team that took the condors out of the wild. One day, as the survey team were rafting down the Colorado River, Snyder made a statement that would change the fortunes of the California condor. He's looking up at these cliffs and these big, huge cavernous holes, and he says that's a perfect place for a California condor to nest. The California condor is a huge black bird with white underwing patches and a bald head. Its nine-foot wingspan makes it the largest bird in North America. I'm always impressed when I see a golden eagle, and this bird's even bigger than that. Although California condors were once abundant, their population declined during the last century. By the 1980s, there were only 22 birds left. Dr. Snyder was on the team that took those condors into captivity for protection. The U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service began a captive breeding program. For several years, the only place to find a California condor was in a zoo, where they lived in aviaries with flight pens. It was amazing that they were able to keep these birds in captivity for many years. Starting in 1992, some of these young birds were reintroduced to the wild, into places like those that Dr. Snyder saw on that rafting trip. Things didn't go well at first. Just imagine how your teenage kids just get into endless scrapes. That was a young California condor. The Fish and Wildlife Service solved the problem by putting adults out with them, which helped tremendously. The older birds taught the young ones how to be condors, telling them, don't eat that bottle cap, that's not food, or stop messing with that golden eagle, he's going to hurt you. Today, there are more than 400 California condors living, and more than half of them are wild. This is wonderful news, but they are not yet out of danger. The current threat is lead. California condors are scavengers, which means they eat dead animals. So they see a carcass, they see a gut pile, that's a great treat. If the animal was shot with lead bullets, then that treat contains lead. And they're not able to pass it through. It gets ground up in their crop, and they end up with lead poisoning. Poisoned birds need to be brought back into captivity for treatment, and some of them die. But the good news is that Arizona Fish and Wildlife has developed a program to help. They offer hunters copper bullets and also encourage them to bring their gut pile in, and they call that Project Gut Pile. 80 to 90 percent of hunters have complied in each of the last several years. This is great news for the California condor. Thank you, Tice. We hope to come back to the canyon and see lots of them and speak with you again. It's just elegant in flight. Quite a sight to see when they're airborne. That's all for this podcast. Thanks for listening. I'm Debbie Bleacher for Ray Brown's Talking Birds.